This is ESPN Radio. Good Thursday to you and yours. Although some people here didn't realize that today was Thursday. They thought today was Friday. Not Jay Williams, not Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. So what's the ESPN app? So it's X and Channel 80 and also ESPN2 and ESPNU. Brother Jay Williams, how you doing this morning? <clears throat> I'm tired, man. I know. Um, you had a rough through, night with the kiddos. Yeah, well, going through like, you know, night potty training with the daughter and yeah. So the doctor's like, you know, you should get up in the middle of the night to do that. So I did that. You uh-huh. know, my, my wife is on the road right now. It's just right. me. I mean, uh-huh. You know, three against one. Uh, typically, I, I have no problem getting shots up. I'm not getting quality shots no, up right you're now. Not. No, you're three not. three versus one no, defense you're not. here. Not at all. Um, but then she got me again after, like, the 1030 wake up. Right. She started screaming at 1230 because she went to the bathroom again. Oh, boy. In her pull-ups, right? Oh, oh brother. And then after that one, I just, I was up. Mm-hmm. I was up. You were lit. I'm just looking at my dog. He's looking at me. I'm like, what the you doing? Like, the you dog's chill? like, why am I up? Why am I not sleeping? Why are my problems your problems? Yo, Denzel, why are your problems poor, my problems? Poor Denzel Washington. Like, man, if you don't take your ass to sleep, <laughs> I, was, I, was I got a long day tomorrow. I got to get a walk. I got, you know. <laughs> exactly. That's what your dog is like. Why are we here? And I'm How like, did you drag I know, me though. here? I see you, Denzel. I know. I want to go to sleep, too. I just can't. By the way, Equalizer, September 1st. Equalizer uh, 3, that, man. become a trilogy. You know what? You can't mess with Denzel. Denzel again, can do some things. Yeah, he can do some things. The first two equalizers were terrific. They uh, really were. Yeah. I mean, first equalizer I watched when I got drafted. Oh, 2003. my God. That's right. Watched Equalizer 2002, like literally the night before I got drafted. Really? That's like what the TV series? All the way back to. No, with Denzel. That wasn't back to that 2003. Wait, it, wait. No, no. Equalizer wait, 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 hasn't wait, been that. Was it? No, oh, wait, wait, I, I got to ask you, Hold on a second. I think Jay First. took us into the, to the hot tub time machine there. <laughs> you knew something. Equalizer was out back then with Denzel, the first out? one. What was that first one with you Denzel? You might have been watching Deja Vu or something. Completely. Maybe, maybe what was a Man yeah. on Fire? Man, was it? <laughs> Oh, now there's some. Now, no, now he, see, now he, I'm he messed screwed up. Now. Damn it! I told <laughs> y'all I've so been up. Screwed. When did the first Equalizer come out? I think 2016, 2017. Really? 2014. 2014. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, way I don't. Off. I think. I don't Samson think you. Night, in the, way off. I don't think you in the NBA draft then. Yeah, I would <laughs> definitely not be here with y'all now. <laughs> Yeah, I know you. That we would be, be talking about you. What like, what is Jay Will going to do with his new basketball team? It was Was it Man on Fire? Now, now I'm on a mission. You should be on a mission wait, when wait, it comes what? to memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Man on Fire came out in 04. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. No, that's about. not that one. Just, it was Remember yeah. the Titans is what it was. No, no come on. No. Shut He was still in college when that was out. Remember the Titans. That's what 2000. It? it had been either Man on Fire or what's the other one with him and Sanai Lathan where he's the police chief down in Miami. Is it that one? It may. Uh, is it that one? I need time to think. Time? I'm stressed. You, you poor I don't thing. know. You guys are putting a lot of pressure on me. You, 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 you should know who's Denzel, man. This is, I, I know yes, this is sure. serious stuff. Yeah, I love Denzel. Yeah, I, I mean, named my dog, obviously, Denzel. Yeah, well, apparently that dog's going to have to need a new name based on your lack of memory here. No, he's not. <laughs> it's too late now. How old is your dog? He's, he's Denzel Williams Washington. That's you gave, like, the full government? Oh, one million percent. Wow. I make people call him. I brought him into the show. I got yelled at a year ago. Why'd you get yelled at for bringing him? Because I brought him into the seaport. He was the coolest dog there was. Absolutely. He just laid on his bed and kicked it the whole time. And then all of a sudden, my boss was like, well, yeah, you got to be careful bringing animals into the you know, yeah. liabilities. I'm like, yeah. well, look I, at his face. Yeah. You were drafted 2003, right? Yeah. It's out of time. That's the movie. Out of time. Out of 2002. time. 2002. Well, 
I played a 2002-2003 season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Out of time. Yeah, out of time. I don't think it was Antoine Fisher. No, that was definitely wasn't Antoine Fisher. No, it wasn't, no, that, it wasn't one. that one. I could eat. No, that okay. wasn't that one. <laughs> what were you about to say, Pat? <laughs> I've been man on fire, though. Because that, that, that's a good That's 2004. Right? What were you about to say about my yeah. dog, Pat? Don't you say anything critical on my dog. Yeah. Denzel Williams Washington, though. I'm just trying Denzel to tell Washington you. This Williams. is like John Wick 3. That's how I feel about my oh, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. John Wick 2, John, John Wick 1. All the John Wicks are good. All I'm saying all is John Wicks it might just be Denzel Williams now, which is... That's true. It could be Denzel still Williams. Still DW. Yeah, still works. DWW? Sure yeah, well, DWW. You're not D going to watch all of Denzel <laughs> Williams movies, let's be honest. DWB, wow. DWW. Say, yeah. Driving while... See, see, this is what happens when you have two people that did not get a lot of sleep between Jay Will dealing with his daughter and Pat Costello, his day in Philadelphia, because he's literally running on fumes today. How was, uh, how was the game last night, Pat? Unbelievable. They lost, but it was unreal still. Yeah. Bryce so Harper was it really unbelievable if they lost? The yeah, because Bryce Harper had a ridiculous clutch home run in the ninth inning. Uh -huh. and, uh, they blew it in the 10th, but it was still awesome. That's the bullpen That's of the yeah. Phillies this year. That's been what the, time did you the, get back? Achilles heel. That's the real question. Uh, I got back at midnight. I fell asleep at one. Mm. I was awake at three. Oof. Wow. Um, so, so we we're got, pretty much on the same sleeping schedule. We got two I've cranky men today. Three five-hour <laughs> energies in the last, like, yeah. 12 hours. I walked My in. heart might explode. Yeah, I yeah, walked, you got to stop. We gotta, yeah. I keep telling them about this. We got to talk you through that. I need stuff. the caffeine, man. I got to stay yes, awake somehow. Well, uh, me believe me. Water. Water. Normal no. water? Yeah, I don't. So I water. think he needs a lot more than normal water. Today, these two, they need a lot more than just normal H2O. You know, maybe from the water boy that might work, but nah, they need a lot more than that. This there was morning. a lot of cranky people yesterday around Trey Lance, so I saw that. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad you brought that up. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Cohen. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and ESPN2, because he's now the third-string quarterback. They announced, meaning the San Francisco 49ers, that Sam Darnold, he's QB2. Brock Purdy, as in Purdy, Brock Purdy, Brock it's Purdy. QB1. Kyle Shanahan, 49ers head coach, when he was on the Tober and Cope show on KNB on San Francisco, he explained why Trey is now number three and not even close to being number one. I mean, this isn't a thing that we're giving up on Trey. This is more of how Brock played in his seven games, and that was decided before the season started. And then how good Sam's looked. They both looked good. But we do have to make a decision here, and you only get so many reps at it. And um, we feel, you know, starting about 10 days ago, Sam really separated himself, and um, we got to keep it real in that way. But mm -hmm. I feel very, very fortunate to have both of them here. I really hope when it's said and done that all three of these guys are here, and uh, you never know when that's going to come up. We needed four guys last year. Um, doesn't happen much but if we can have trey as an option here um i would feel extremely happy about that i don't understand what all the explosiveness was about yesterday okay like when, when this was said people coming out here saying well they're they're doing trey lance dirty I'm like wait what <laughs> welcome welcome to professional sports people mm -hmm. welcome to you have to go take take the crown go grab it Go steal it. Go do something with it. Like, your play on the field has to dictate that. Yep. Nothing's given to you. Amen. Like, mm -hmm. you know, what we did yesterday is not today. It's like when people come back to me like, oh, we're the reigning champs. No, you're not. No, I, you I, won it last, last year. This year. year is a different year. I've always Every, hated that term, the defending champions. It always yeah, turns. So, exactly. Okay. Like, you know, I, I heard Nick Wright, I heard other people, all these guys talking about this, saying, you know, they, I, I've never seen an organization do uh, a player so dirty. I'm like, what, what do you mean? So they... They moved up three first-round picks to get him, right? They got him. Okay, swing and miss. Yeah. Welcome to sports. It happens yeah. all the time. It happens all the time. People make calculated guesses 
right? After doing their due diligence. And but I always say this, Freddie, your ability to pivot yeah. and not feel like I have to make this work, right. I think is an attribute of people who are very successful. Yeah. Because if you think about the way it happened, didn't play year one, year two played in monsoon. I mean, like mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, they, they get far, yeah. then Brock Purdy gets hurt. I mean, essentially, Trey Lance gets hurt, right? And then Brock Purdy takes over. It's like, okay, well, now you're coming back off injury. Yeah. Brock Purdy's coming back off injury, but he has the bigger body of work that's proven. And it's like, well, all right, now Trey Lance, yeah, you're QB3. Uh-huh. Go become QB1 again. Yeah. Go Maybe, get it. Probably somewhere else, and if you, number one. And if you don't get it here, go somewhere else. Right. Here's the deal with what you just said, because it's completely, completely on point when it comes to these things happen. And people crushing the San Francisco 49ers because of the haul they gave up for Trey Lance. Those three first round first round picks that went to the Miami Dolphins, people were like, wow, that's a lot of a haul to give up for a guy that you didn't know. Well, nobody really knew what Trey Lance was going to do. It's the same to other quarterbacks. You can draft a guy number one, you can draft a guy number five, and you're thinking that's going to be the guy, and you're hoping that you're going to be more of a hit than a miss. But here's something else to what you just said. The San Francisco 49ers are like a lot of teams that either are championship teams or contending for a championship. They do not allow mistakes in the building to stay in the building. Mm-hmm. If they look at a mistake, they're not going to try to play that mistake into working or see if that mistake is going to work. They're going to say, you know what? We've given enough. We've seen enough. We can't have that guy even think about being a starting quarterback here because he has proven he is not better than the guy we drafted in the seventh round in Brock Purdy or a guy we brought in the offseason, Sam Darnold. Teams that don't win always keep mistakes in the building. I go to the Dallas Cowboys. Jason Garrett, average coach. They kept him as the head coach trying to prove Jerry Jones right that my guy can win. I, I, I can have Jason Garrett uh, be a championship coach. And it didn't work. They kept being 9-7, and 10-6, and six, falling short in the playoffs. The 49ers like, look, we got to a Super Bowl Jimmy Garoppolo. We got the back-to-back NFC championship games. We don't believe Trey Lance can do that. Championship teams or teams that win don't keep mistakes in the building. The 49ers are no different than teams that are either championship teams or championship contenders. You know, we were talking about this before the show started, and now Yates made the points. He's like, you know, Shanahan's system is QB proof, which is one hell of a line, right? Because it's like, oh, okay, well, it's a plug-and-play situation. Brock Purdy, you can't play. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold used to be a Jet, used to be other places in Carolina. It didn't work out. Welcome to the quarterback whisperer and Kyle Shanahan because right. my system is QB proof. We just play a different type of way. So do I feel bad for Trey Lance? I feel bad for anybody that had all this potential and it didn't pan out. Right. So do I. I mean, I wanted Trey Lance to succeed. I'm with you. But at the end of the day, I have to win now. Like, it's not like a Justin Fields situation where we're going through a rebuild and I can be patient. And if I know that I have a long runway, then I can say, you know what? This is Trey Lance's team moving forward. Exactly. We have a long runway. It's going to be a grind. And I want him to get the experience. Well, I'm the 49ers with with what, what my roster looks like. The championship defense. I got to get it now. Absolutely. Because you do not want to waste the years of guys that you have. Exactly. Because a quarterback that you think can play or you kept waiting out to see if that was going to work. There's no doubt about that. So people crushing the 49ers uh, to bring some memory to your memory. They've been in the NFC Championship game the last couple of years. And Just by, and by the there. way, Freddie, if they win it this year, I guarantee you no, oh, nobody. Yeah. It, it's like Howie Roseman with the, with the Eagles. Remember when people were bashing him on Carson Wentz? Mm-hmm. People were destroying him. And then what did he do? Instead of sticking with Carson Wentz, he was like, okay, head coach, bye. Okay, quarterback, bye. Hey, Jalen Hurts, we drafted you, your squad. And boom, Super Bowl. Everybody's like, 
Howie Roseman, executive of the year. He's so great. He's so great. I'm like, it was just yesterday. You guys are <laughs> dragging him through the mud. This dude. Yeah. Destroying him. Because, That's how quickly it happened. Because just like that, Howie Roseman said, Carson Wentz is not working out. He's feeling some sort of way because we drafted Jalen Hurts and he has shown he can't play anymore. We're not keeping that mistake in the building. That's why the Eagles are back where they are, leading the NFC, where the 49ers are at the top of the NFC, because they do not allow those things to continue down the line to affect their football team and affect the psyche of their football team. I'm with you, man. They know exactly what they're doing despite what happened with Trey Lance. You can always weigh in on what do the 49ers do now with Trey Lance? What should he do? Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. He is Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80 and ESPN2. And, boy, the NFL is trying to pull the old okey-doke when it comes to Jonathan Taylor wanting out of Indianapolis and being traded by the Colts. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Roll out. Jay, Jay, I hate to put this out there, but I swear sometimes when people say, you never know who's listening, you never know who's paying attention, I go back to the situation involving Jonathan Taylor. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Tune in and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. The last couple of days, you and I have been on board with like the, the NFL. Mm-hmm. Collusion. Collusion. But it, 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 by the way, any big conglomerate yeah. where you can suppress market cap, it's called business. Right? Business being never personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. when I put out a tweet that like Jonathan Taylor is not going anywhere, that is automatically my sign to every other organization. Uh-huh. Uh, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Sorry, right. he's mine exactly. at the price I want him to be at. Right, exactly. But I swear they must have been paying attention. He said, they're, they're going to put him out there to make a deal when we know other teams won't make a deal. They're not going to involve themselves in. And then the report comes out that two teams are interested and six teams have inquired about Jonathan Taylor. It's like the NFL is trying to pull the okie doke. Well, we don't want people to think that we don't want this to happen. We don't want people to think that we're colluding against players, that we're restricting free movement. To your point about conglomerates, Come on, man. they want things on their terms, their way, and not benefiting you as an employee of that conglomerate. Austin Eckler again. Just Absolutely. go and Google Austin Eckler on his whole situation. He laid it out. He was so frustrated. He was so peeved about it. He was like, so they let me be a free agent, but then literally no other team came to me when I wanted to (laughs) leave. 
And then I had to take this price, so I got put in the corner, and I got forced to play. Now, I'm not complaining about making $10 million, whatever the, the, right. the amount is, right? but still, I feel like my value should be exponentially higher, and as opposed to other players that can garner that value in the market, mm-hmm. here I am being suppressed. Yeah, yeah, it, it is being suppression when it comes to the NFL, and they also love this, other than money, and making a lot of money, because they print money in the NFL. They want to make sure that that power structure oh, is never going to be compromised. Freddie, you don't and this think is what I, this is. You don't think I hear about this from NBA owners? You don't think like <laughs> really? I, I, oh, I, I hear from, expand upon. Oh yeah, I'm I, hear this because I, I feel like look, there there are a couple hats that we can wear. Like we are a player centric show, right? Because before, like I played, so there's a tendency for me to see things through the player's lens. I also spend time with owners, and if you want to become an owner, you're like, wait, okay. Let me take off the player-centric hat. I can be more of a player-slash-owner. Okay. But if I want to make as much money as possible, if I want to increase my odds of winning a championship, I need to fix people in at positions for as long as possible so I can know what my runway is. Okay. So when you have certain players like, I don't want to be here, I want to get out, and then in the NBA, they can get out. I mean – Dame, prime example, and Aaron Goodwin, like they're genius with it, right? It's like, okay, like this is what it is. I gave you loyalty. I was here. It didn't work, but now I want to be here. Essentially, he's forcing their hand. Right. Kevin Durant, Brooklyn, forced, forced their, their hand, hand. Right. Right. Like it, it happens all the time. And in NFL, they're like, uh, uh, like unless no. you're Aaron Rodgers, no, no, no. And even Aaron Rodgers, they feel like they made Aaron Rodgers work hard for it. They took him through the process, the long process. So it's like if you're an owner, you're like. Hey, this is how we make money here. Like, we have the power, the players don't. And they're not giving back that power or giving away that power. I don't care if you're Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, or the situation that Jonathan Taylor is in. And we had Joe Theismann, Super Bowl champion, NFL MVP on the show yesterday. And we even asked the question, will the Colts move on from Jonathan Taylor and check out his answer? No, I think this is all smoke and mirrors. Hmm. I think Indianapolis said, okay, go ahead, talk to somebody. Let's see if we can work out a deal. Indianapolis controls what the deal is going to be. And in Jonathan's case, he's just got to sit there and wait. I don't understand how this happened, but there's no question in my mind that the running back position is grossly undervalued on football teams. Where would the Giants be without Saquon last year? Mm-hmm. Look at the Raiders. Where would they be without you know their, their running back? You look at what's going on in Indianapolis. You're, you're planning on starting a kid that's, what, played 12 or 13 games, and you don't have your best best running back on the field. I think it's absolutely ridiculous to say, okay, go ahead and test the market. The NFL loves cultivating their image. They don't want that image to take any kind of beating in the court of public opinion. And plenty of people have gotten after the NFL to say, why are you devaluing a position that you always tell us is as important to the quarterback to help the quarterback to help your defense when it comes to the running game. It's like the NFL heard all of that, Jay Williams, and said, you know what? We don't want to look bad. But, so everybody got together. They probably had a conference call, and they said, look, we got to make sure that our image is taken care of. This way we can let people know we're at least trying to help Jonathan Taylor, even though there's no way in hell they want to help Jonathan Taylor to get exactly what he wants, a chance to leave Indianapolis and go to a team to compete and get the kind of money he believes that he knows that he deserves, especially not getting it from the Indianapolis Colts. Freddie, I just want to, I just want to make sure I heard something correctly. Uh, Yates, can you play the Joe Theismann sound one more again for us? No, I think this is all smoke and mirrors. Hmm. 
I think Indianapolis said, okay, go ahead, talk to somebody. Let's see if we can work out a deal. Indianapolis controls what the deal is going to be. And in Jonathan's case, he's just got to sit there and wait. I don't understand how this happened, but there's no question in my mind. That- you understand how it happens, Joe. We all understand how it mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. We, we, we're watching it happen time after time again, right? Like we'll see if Josh Jacobs comes back or if he holds out what he decides to do. Still no contract still, off still, from the still Raiders. Still no contract Nothing. off, right? Crickets. Right, like, but, like, okay, as much – can we have an honest conversation about it, Freddie? We always do. Okay. And I'm curious how, like, guys like Ryan Clark or Swagoo or Chris Canty feel about this. Because I've talked to executives about this. As much as we feel like it's wrongdoing, why did they settle for that in the CBA? Oh, that goes back to a whole different why conversation. They, why, why do you settle for the franchise tag to be what that number is? Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. It's like being around certain individuals and just putting everybody on game, right? If you know how to avoid taxes due to legislation and you know how to play that game, you do it. If you know how to avoid capital gains, right? It's like, oh, okay, I can rent my house yeah. for two years and then get a 1031 exchange and not have to pay capital gains on when I sell my house, I'm going to do it if I can. If I'm afforded the luxury by looking at the CBA, by looking at legislation, by saying, oh, that's the tax code? Wait a second. I can do this? People just don't like it because it does suppress the market because now I'm gaming the system. That's what everybody does. (laughs) You try to game the system. Owners are saying, oh, this is the stipulation in the CBA. Here's what the franchise tag is that low for running backs. Y'all agree to that? Mm-hmm. Good luck. Right. Good it, luck. And now you can't change it because you're stuck with it. So I hear us. It makes sense. I feel horrible. I want people to get their value and what they deserve. But it's kind of like it was done to themselves with the CBA. Mm-hmm. The NFL, I go back to the 2011 NFL lockout. And I'll never forget. And I hate to bring him up, but I'm going to because he's a friend of mine. When Jeff Saturday, when he was playing for the Colts back then, was on the steps and hugged Robert Kraft of the Patriots to bring the lockout to an end, I said, that's the last thing you should be doing as a player. Because once again, players wanted to get paid. They did not want to miss any kind of game check the first and 15th of the month. And they were able to just kowtow the NFL owners. The minute they did that, I said, if you don't realize your value and your power then, you're never going to realize it. 12 years later, we're seeing that. Coming home to roost. Chris Rock said it the best, man. He said that 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 that, that runway is long, Freddie, right? Remember that example he used? He's like, if Bill Gates woke up with Oprah money one day, mm-hmm. can you imagine his face? He would be living right. <laughs> he would got a lot of money. Yeah, but it's, he, it's, it's, so, so, like, there's levels to it. Mm-hmm. Like, if Shaq, you know, like, if Oprah woke up one day with Shaq's money, she'd be like, what? I'm broke. What happened? What's like, So, there, there's levels to this, right? So, it's like the long game. A lot of guys... You think about lifestyle. Yep. You think we said yesterday burn rate. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said that extra fifty million go a long way. Yeah. If you're an NFL player, remember this: don't be just money rich. Be mind wealthy. And the more you're not mind wealthy, growth mindset. You keep yourselves and your ownerships in that same box. They're up here, and you're down there. And that gap gets further and further each and every year, especially mm-hmm. in the NFL. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Cohen. Appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN2. And how much money is Shohei Otani not going to get based on what happened yesterday? That comes your way after Jay has this from OOO O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery free of charge if your battery needs to be replaced. 
Their professional parts people can help you find the right superstar battery for your vehicle and budget. Make sure your vehicle is ready for summer driving by getting your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. He is Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio this morning, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80 and ESPNU and ESPN2. So we heard that call, Jay, on Angels Radio AM 830 from their general manager saying that, hey, Shoy Tani, torn UCL on the collateral ligament is right mm-hmm. elbow is not going to pitch again this year and the minute that I saw that when I woke up this morning dollar signs entered into my head in terms of I wonder how much money that could potentially cost him as he goes into free agency once this year is over you think it's going to cost him no I mean I, I, I get no, that that sounds lie. like the cliffhanger thing to think okay but like you know look man if you don't think a team is going to throw the bag at, mm-hmm. like, yeah, somebody's going to throw I, I, I the bag at him. I can convince multiple myself teams, of that. Yeah. yeah, multiple teams are going to throw the bag at Shohei. Like, re- regardless of the fact that he has a torn UCL, like he is extremely talented. Even look at what his numbers were coming into the day, right? Like, when what he had RBI wise, ribby wise, you know, uh, it, it's just like the, the dude is elite. He is special, mm-hmm. and you're seeing now both him and Mike try it out. It's like, you know, um, it's part of the game, but still the talent speaks for itself, though, Fred. It, it, there's no doubt about that. He has 44 home runs, and at the rate he was going, he was going to be in that conversation with MVP in the American League, no matter the Angels nowhere near a winning a division title in that division involving the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. But it comes back to the fact that you have your biggest star that's going into free agency, and you're exactly right. There are going to be plenty of teams that will say, you don't have to pitch, but we'll throw that kind of money at oh, you. Oh, yeah. Shohei may want to pitch again, but it's the second time he's dealt with this kind of injury, a similar injury that happened to him back in 2018. Now he's dealing with it again five years later. 
he may have to give up on being that two-way Babe Ruth kind of player, pitching and hitting in the same game for the same team in the same season. But to your point, his floor in terms of starting salary is going to be $50 million, in my opinion. I mean, his floor is higher than the ceiling for a lot yes. of really good players. That's a very good that, point. I, I think that's uh, – you're still looking at him as the overall talent and what that does also mm-hmm. for baseball. Right. And the True. draw of Otani, right? Like, that's a major thing, too. Like, that is – that's somebody – there are certain players out there in the universe that when you – like, LeBron James going to L.A., it was like, all right, Lakers, LeBron James. Like, that, that's the kind of signature signing that you get with Otani going to – San Francisco going to he's going, I mean, he's going to look going nice to the Dodger Cubs blue. going to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a lot of options out there. It's like okay, like we have the payroll, we can do that. Yeah, well, especially if you're the Dodgers, where you have a team in your city that are the Clippers to your Lakers. When it comes to the Angels, that's how it's always going to be. There's certain cities, but I'm speaking as a Mets fan. People talk about my team, this and this. That yeah. team has only earned owned that city for two years: 1969 they first won, and 1986. Other than that, it's been Yankeeville in New York. Even when the Mets were winning, it was like, what can the Yankees do to get to that level? I'll never give them the New Jersey Nets when they got the back-to-back NBA Finals. You know what the front page of the back page of New York Daily News was? What can the Knicks do to get to the New Jersey Nets level? There's certain cities that no matter what you do, you're always going to be that little bro, that little sis to that team. So if you're Shohei Itani, and you know what it looked like on that stage in the World Baseball Classic, when you struck out your teammate Mike Trout, and everybody lost their mind on social media and highlights. You're thinking, why would I want to go back to the Angels and go back to purgatory exactly. when I can go somewhere else, get that money, get celebrated, and be on a front page and not just be a solo act, but with a team that can win a championship? Where would you want to go if you were Altani? You. You had a choice right. of any market. That's, that's a really good question. Because San Francisco's a great market. Great large, market. Large Asian, uh, Asian community. Yep. Seattle's a great market as well. They're on the up and up with Julio Rodriguez and those players. Extremely terrific Asian community. New York is New York, no doubt about that. L.A. is L.A., no doubt about that. If I'm Shohei Atani, I'm going to the San Francisco Giants. Giants. Yeah. It's a perfect stadium. It was like, they, and they were close with the Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge. And so you know they'll be all in. That's what I'm saying. Right. You know they'll they be, all be all in. all in on that. Yeah. That's where I would go if I'm Shohei Atani. Now, Financially, by the J ones, Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us in ESPN Radio. Let us know where you think Shohei Otani would be the best fit for his new team at Triple H. Say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. To me, the best fit for him would be the Los Angeles Dodgers. History in that city. Don't have to move, and you know you're going to be celebrated. You get to hang with Magic Johnson all the time, who can show exactly what it's like to be a star in that city, a superstar in that city, how to deal with everything that's going to come with it because he's not dealing with that so much with the Angels. But in the Dodgers, with that and all that that comes with it, that's going to be not a different level, but different levels of superstardom when it comes to Shohei Otani. It's still still fascinating to me, just baseball in general. Like, you know, I've become more of a baseball fan since doing this show two and a half years ago. I've always kind of like been around the Mets and things of that sort. but, But still, it's like... I. I don't know why I don't see him way more on my screen. I like I see him in highlights. Absolutely. That's a good point. In but highlights. it's like I also have to go find those highlights. 
It's not like it it's always trending or it pops up out of nowhere. Like, and it's still weird. Like it feels like if he were more in LA, and I'm not saying this is more from like I'm not killing middle market teams no, at all. No. I'm just saying for the level of his stardom for being an MVP and then finishing second in the MVP race last year, it's like you want to see him be the most visible player in the sport. Mm-hmm. He's the right. best player in the sport. Right. But you're like I, I still don't see him everywhere he should be. Right, like like a Steph Curry, for example, playing with the Golden State Warriors in San Francisco. He's everywhere. Everywhere, all the time. No matter, because he has a magnetic personality in that magnetic game. So, hey, Otani has a magnetic personality even beyond the language, language barrier. You see his personality. You see him engaging. You see, hey, that's a guy I want to hang out with. But you also see the magnetic game that he brings to the table. It would be more of that if he was with a different organization. Because the Angels are never going to matter in Los Angeles, and they're never going to matter across the country. They won a world championship, and everybody's like, eh, they beat Barry Bonds. A lot, of people, a lot of people want to see Barry Bonds win a championship more than the Angels that year. And Barry Bonds was not exactly likable throughout his whole baseball career outside of Pittsburgh and outside of San Francisco, the two organizations he played for. Now you think House Ironer with the way the Yankees are playing, you think they would make a leap for that? They should. They should. Especially with the way this season yeah. is going. I mean, not this season for, has been atrocious. Right. And if you open up the vault for Aaron Judge, why would you not potentially do that for Shohei Otani? Because you're gonna make more money off those guys anyway, if you're the Yankees. Yeah. Why would you not be all in on him? Both guys somewhat injury prone though. I mean, considering their history. How do you how do you, how do you value that? And that's a lot of money for two like I it's a lot of money. I get it. I understand guys. it. But the risk and the reward, you got to take a chance if you're the Yankees. You got to at least see exactly. Kick the tires on Shohei Otani. What is it going to take? I hear. He might meet your price. He might come up and say, you know, that's not a bad idea. I'm going to go there. And the Yankees, you know, that's not a bad idea. You should come here. Injury history be damned. Even if his, even if his skill set gets diminished by just being a hitter. Right, that's forty-five, like, fifty home runs a year that hear, you don't have right now with Aaron Judge. I hear you on that. <laughs> that, that, I hear produ- you on that. that production goes a long, long way. Speaking of who would you like to see? Who would you like to see win a Super Bowl this season the most as a player, or maybe even as a coach? Wait until you hear who Jay will wants to win a Super Bowl. You'll hear mine as well, and we'll hear from you. 888-729-3776. Who would you like to see win a Super Bowl the most this season? It could be a player, could be a coach, could even be a team. 888-729-3776. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. appreciate you joining us this morning, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I can't wait to hear what Jay Williams has to say about who he wants to see, 
who he would like to see win a Super Bowl the most this season. We'll take your calls at 888-729-3776. That's 888-SAY-ESPN. So you get, I, I know about it. And when I heard her, I said, yeah, I could see that. Who's the one you want to see win a Super Bowl the most this season? Which one? Because I said two. You said start, two. No, the one you said. Which one? The first one or the second one? The first one. The first one. All right. The so, first one. I mean, I really want to see Jalen Hurts win one. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Just because I, I've been a huge fan of his story, watching him at Alabama. Now, think about the similarities, right? right. Like him going to Alabama, me going to Duke, and then watching, like me seeing some guys fizzle out at right. Duke. Uh-huh. who then go off to other places, and you're like, well, damn, you play like that? Hold on. Uh-huh. So, like, watching him then go play at Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley and seeing it just, like, always overcoming adversity, that resilience, he's one. But, like, the biggest one for me, though, mm-hmm. I want to see Lamar Jackson. Yeah, when you game. said that, I was like, Because it's like mm. all the conversation in the AFC about Patrick Mahomes, and I, and I get that, deserving. Everything about Joe Burrow knocking on the door, deserving. Everything about Josh Allen, all the hype we get every single preseason and right. you know, understanding the challenges that have came about him with him and what happened with DeMar Hamlin last year, understand it. But it's like low-key, not having a traditional agent, everybody saying that was going to hurt him, seeing his deal pan out, seeing them get a new OC, watching videos of OBJ make incredible oh, catches God. on social media all the time, I wanting him to stay healthy. Right, seeing them draft guys like Zay Flowers, seeing what their wideout situation looks like, understanding the difficulties they went through with injuries over the last two years, and then seeing how he kept them in so many games, not having the autonomy to call the plays at the line of scrimmage that he finally has now. If that were all to come to fruition for him to win one, okay, I I all find right. myself rooting for LJ. A okay, lot. as soon as you said that, I'm like, uh, yes, I, I could definitely be on board with that. With him, especially yes. doing it his way. Doing it his way. People criticizing, literally doing it his way the minute he got to the NFL. But so many people said, you can't play that way and be successful. Two years in his NFL career is an MVP. What he's able to do with Baltimore And Ravens. people were killing him. Well, he's not playing. He could play through the injury. And he's like, nah. nah. I'm not. I'm like, yeah, take a stand. Yeah, he I took, wouldn't yeah, play. Yeah, he, he said, I'm not going to compromise my it's, teammates in this team by being out there injured. He said it right. First and foremost, I'm not going to compromise this organization or my teammates by being less than what I am because who's that helping? And everybody crushed him for that. It's funny how that got put in the back burner Mm -hmm. when they saw what Baltimore looked like without him instead of having him. Donnie in Virginia, thanks for hitting us up at 888-729-3776. Donnie, who would you like to see win a Super Bowl the most this season and why? Oh, yo, first of all, let me say, Mr. J. Will, he make a list. Damn right he will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well done. Oh, yeah. I'm a listener, baby. I'm yes, listen. you are. Look. <laughs> I hear you, Donnie. I hear you. Donnie wins the day already. Hey, <laughs> hey I want I want to I want to see my man Eric the enemy make I want to see him make the Super Bowl win it. Not just because I'm a Commanders fan. Wink wink. But mm. I just like seeing people defy the odds. Mm. All this will. There's something wrong with him because he's not getting a hit coaching job. I want all that just smashed and let the man just work on his credentials. Donnie, I want that too. I love that. I mean, and I'll tell you right now, Donnie, like the question was, who do you want to see win the Super Bowl this year? If the commanders find themselves coming out of the NFC, 
for a shot at the Super Bowl. Nothing's impossible in the NFL anymore. That means Sam Howe has had to have an incredible year, mm-hmm. and there is nothing anybody will be able to say ever again yeah. to Mr. Bieniemy. But I guarantee you somebody will try to give Sam Howe more of the credit than Eric Bieniemy. Well, it, it won't happen on this show. Well, I know that. Well, Never mind. We'll yeah. just leave that alone <laughs> as far as that goes. Nick in Florida. What? <laughs> Who do you want to see to win? Who do you want to see win a Super Bowl the most this season and why? As I try not to laugh. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's Thank up? you what's for up, having man? me on. Absolutely. I'm um, going to keep it a very simple answer. I'm going to go after the story last year, like you mentioned, with DeMar Hamlin. I'm going Josh Allen and Von Miller to fulfill the trifecta in Buffalo. Okay. I like. You know what? Buffalo has been that kind of organization that – that fan base is as rabid of a fan base, and not just in the NFL, but maybe in professional sports. And they didn't handle being the hunted like I thought they were going to handle it. They didn't handle it as well last year, Jay Will, as I thought they were going to. And then the whole DeMar Hamlin situation, that would have wrecked a lot of teams physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And the fact they were able to get to the playoffs when the playoff game, I thought mentally they just ran out of gas against a Bengals team that was able to say, hey, we know we're good. And we're going to get after you. And that's what they were able to do. But if, speaking of someone that has overcome odds in Josh Allen, when he got drafted, people said, man, why are they wasting a draft pick on that guy? Guy completed less than 57% of his passes at Wyoming. Never mind the fact he lost three of his top four receivers mm-hmm. from when he was a junior. The fact he's become an elite quarterback despite all those, all that naysayer, all the naysayers cast that negativity at him says a lot of what he's been able to do. I just want to see him improve as a quarterback and not have to run the ball as much to do that. Yeah, I think we'll see you. A better version of Josh Allen this year. I think he'll cut down on those ints. Um, the, the interesting part of the Bills, like I know how explosive their offense could be, and I know in the red zone there were some mistakes made by Josh Allen yeah. a ton last year. But I mean, once again, you've lost two coordinators in the span of two years. You know, with Brian Dable, and then all of a sudden trying to regroup around that offensively, and then Leslie Frazier. And I know that Eric Washington gets promoted up within the building, but still, like that's. And some of the key, you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. defense, I, I want to see what that defense looks like to keep them in ball games. Yeah, the defense wasn't bad when they lost both of their safeties. Yes. And not having Vaughn Miller. And they were still, until injuries kept wreaking havoc, wreaking on, havoc them, on them, yes. they were still a top-flight defense in the AFC. I'll give you one person I would love to see win a Super Bowl to set everybody up. And even though he already has one, Mike Tomlin, the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I can't tell how many friends of mine that I have them. And we need to get another coach. I'm like, well, who are you going to get? The guys you want, their teams are not letting them go. I don't think Andy Reid's going to say, you know what? I'm going to leave Patrick Mahomes and make Steelers fans feel happy and go there. Whoever you want to get to replace that guy is not going to be let go by their football team. I would love for Mike Tomlin, and that Steelers team is going to be better than people think. They won their four, last four games last year. Kenny Pickett, I think, is going to be terrific in his second-year quarterback. If they get to the playoffs, they could wreak havoc on people. I would love to see MJ will win another Super Bowl so to shut all those people up that keep trying to find somebody else that's going to be better for the Steelers than Mike Tomlin. I like Mike Tomlin a lot. I, and another one that came to mind was, uh, you know, considering it's his first year being the head coach of this team, though, is Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Like, And, and there's a part okay. of me, like, you know, like, I, look, I, I know people joke around with Russell a ton, right? But, like, this offseason, man, he's been, he's been quiet. He's just been he's working. doing his thing. Yep. He's just been working. Right, and all you hear is about like, all right, like it's Sean Payton's way. You ever heard a lot of pushback? Like, you know, the quote unquote office is no longer a thing within the stadium. Right. So it's like, all right, like I feel like Russell Wilson wants to be coach, and it feels like there's a redemption story there as well. Also, kind of seeing the way some of his teammates backed him, like late, uh, considering how many people were bashing him and mm-hmm. how 
you know, remember going inside like one of his defensive players, giving him the the quick, the weird stare, and right? Stuff like that. I like so that part one. of me wants to see Russell okay. find a way to do it his way again too. Yeah. One more quick one from James in Louisiana. James, who do you want to see win a Super Bowl the most this season, and why in the NFL? Well, my Saints are going to win it, and it'd be okay. really easy for me to say just because of Derek Carr and Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas and Chris Olave, but it's going to be about the defense, and I want to see Cam Jordan win it. He deserves it. Mm, I love Cam. And nobody's talking about my Saints, but this is a quarterback league, and when the best quarterback you play on your whole schedule is probably Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> go look at what the Saints are going to do on defense this year. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah, you did. You, you a big fan of Derek uh, Carr. Yeah, I said, uh, I said, hey, look, people want to see what Derek Carr can do. Like they and they have a legit shot. They're almost like the dark horse in the NFC. No doubt about that. Speaking of a guy who was a dark horse but was not able to pan out, where does the blame game lie with Trey Lance not succeeding in San Francisco? That's next. This is ESPN Radio. More next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 